Welcome to Godfulness, Mindfulness for Christians. In today's episode, we talk about consolation and how it can come to us if we allow it, if we open ourselves to the blessings of God throughout our day. In our last episode, we focused on how consolation could be based on simple and beautiful truths that are just a part of our faith that perhaps we take for granted, but realizing them, we become filled with the, the deep sense of God's love and presence in our lives. In this episode, we look at the things that happen during our day and how those can become ways of encountering consolation. In this, we perhaps approach most closely the normal meaning of mindfulness, but for us, that meaning takes on a beautiful spiritual color and tone. Welcome to Godfulness, Mindfulness for Christians. Segment number one. At times, people will ask if a cup of coffee, for example, can be a consolation. And how I look at it is the cup of coffee itself, the drinking of the coffee, is not perhaps a, a, a time of consolation until we move into that gratitude to God for this cup of coffee, until we begin to wonder at what a grace and what a gift it is to feel ourselves waking up in the morning through this coffee. Um, and so throughout our day, as we look at the first thing, perhaps, that, that when we become conscious in the morning, throughout the day, there are these beautiful things that happen to us, and they are not consolation in and of themselves. But if we become aware of them and how special they are, and that they are blessings from God, they become consolations. In other words, what do they become? They become what St. Ignatius says is motivators to love God more, to appreciate what God has done in our lives, to be grateful to God. And in that way, these very simple things that are, that, um, are part of our daily lives become a way of making our daily lives through consolation, a beautiful sense of, of how much God loves us and the presence of God in our everyday lives. And that's just looking at the simple things that, that perhaps we receive and that occur to us that can provoke and probably should provoke a sense of well-being and of, of, of the goodness of life. As we have said before, we are called to praise God. And when we become more aware of 
the different beautiful things that are a part of our everyday life, um, we are moved to praise God a little bit more. It's Again, it's not that those things themselves are consolation. It is our ability to look at them, to think of them, to perceive them as gifts and graces of God. Um, they are there, and uh, perhaps on a physical level, our reaction to them is one of, 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 of accepting and, and of feeling supported somehow. But when we're able to take that same feeling of well-being or of being supported by these different things, whether it be food or the air that we breathe or the water that we drink, whatever it is, allows us to turn to the Lord who is the ultimate um, giver of these gifts and to encounter the God who loves us through these very real gifts in our lives. And that consolation allows us to be more aware of God's presence in our lives. Segment number two. There is another series of things that happen to us during the day and that we participate in that also can be seen as consolation when we enter into a reflection upon them. And those are our interactions with other people. Granted, these other people we can see as blessings and gifts to us through God, but even our interactions with them can be seen as somehow ordained or blessed by God, somehow perhaps even in their challenging nature, they become a way that God is teaching us or helping us to be more generous. Remember, the last two parts of what we described as consolation, um, one is things that move us to repentance, and the other are things that help us to grow in virtues and in living a, a better and more generous life. So in our actions and uh, interactions with other people, we often find that perhaps we do something that's really good and we, we, can, we can really say that, but, but there are other times when, you know, after we've had a certain interaction, we have to admit that we perhaps didn't act as generously or as kindly, as charitably as we should. And so when we enter into that and we see how we have perhaps acted wrong and we turn to the Lord and are repentant and ask for grace to not repeat that attitude or that mistake or, or that way of dealing with a person, that too is a consolation because it's drawing us into a better relationship with other people and moving us towards a more virtuous life. In fact, we can probably say that the people that we have difficulty with and where our interactions with them sometimes reveal a lack of generosity or charity on our part, um, that those people also perhaps are blessings for us. Because when we perceive that we haven't acted as we should, it really helps us to make a change in our lives. And that allows us to be more generous and charitable in the future. And that is all related to consolation. Um, at the same time, there are times when we do deal with people and we recognize 
that perhaps through the grace of God, we have been charitable, we have been generous, or that we've been able to help other people and we feel good about that. And that too, and we bring it to God and say, what a grace that I can do this. Um, that too becomes a moment of consolation, a moment when we become aware that God is present in our lives, acting through us and building us up so that we can act in even better ways with the people around us. Segment number three. In everything that we have been talking about, we're talking about the occurrences of everyday life. And we're talking about how those occurrences can make us feel that consolation when we do something to enter into them, analyze them perhaps, open ourselves to God who is present in these wonderful things that happen to us. Things that, that, that come to us, the beautiful things that help support our lives, the interactions we have with other people, that all of that during the day can become consolation if we open ourselves to those things and begin to try to ask the Holy Spirit to show us where um, God is so beautifully present in what's taking place there. And that is so important in this um, search for Godfulness, mindfulness, is that during our day to be able to sense that. Some people might ask, but how do we actually do that? How does that work? And what I'd recommend is that you see in the transitions during your day, very simple transitions, um, ending a phone call, um, ending an, an email, um, going for you know a walk to your car to go somewhere. Um, maybe um, you know as you move from one person to the next, as you're interacting with them, um, maybe climbing a staircase, you know, um, transitioning to a new meeting that you have, that in those times just become habitual, the little process of being grateful for what has finished, or if you need to, to repentant, be repentant for maybe something that occurred then. And then um, look in that for where God is present and, and open yourself to whatever message of, of um, hope or of peace or of love that comes to you from God in what has just ended, and then move on to, to the next. There's a, a beautiful way that these transitions can be made fruitful spiritually because they recenter us in our relationship with God, this God who gives so much to us, who, who loves and cares for us so much and allows us to experience during the day that, 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 that presence of God you know, um, filters into our awareness and allows us, therefore, to be, um, to be much more peaceful and joyful in our days because we're finding God and the love of God throughout these different 
um, events and things that are in our lives. Um, and so that's what I'd recommend is look at those transitions that take place naturally in your day and find in them the possibility of being a little bit more open to God and aware of God in your day. Segment number four. As we do at the end of all of our podcast episodes, we try to come up with a little exercise that might put into um, action something we've just talked about. And in this particular um, episode, what I'd like to do is create a transition for you. And that transition will come in just a few um, you know, seconds as I invite you to take a moment of silence to, to think about something. And what I'd like you to do for this particular transi transition is just look back at what you were doing or what you were experiencing before you began the podcast, you know, maybe 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes before you made the transition to, um, to listen to the podcast. Just think about what you were doing there and see if there is in that reflection a sense where might God have been present? What was God doing maybe perhaps to support you? to give you a, a sense of well-being through something that you had or something that, that was going on in your life? Um, where might you be challenged to do something a little better? And so allow this little period of transition to kind of open you up to um, use other transitions in your day to just stop for a moment and be aware that God is very present. God is very, um, very much there. And in uh, the the presence of God um, is merely waiting for you to open your heart to and, and inquire, where are you and what are you saying to me? We'll take about um, 30 seconds um, to allow you to look back over, um, over what you were doing before you began to listen to this podcast. And so I really encourage you to allow those natural transitions in your day to be moments of becoming a little more aware of God, a little more mindful of God in your day. And that closes this episode of Godfulness, an episode devoted to consolation and how we find it through the everyday occurrences in our lives. And as always, let's remember to pray for one another those who listen to this podcast and try as best they can to experience Godfulness, mindfulness for Christians.